not, I don't want to say a guinea pig, but it's like you're literally in this process of like having to figure out a lot of new stuff. Like, man, how do I, how do I price uh, companies and brands who want content from me? How do I price, you know, these, these new things that I'm comfortable making and actually really good at, right. but I've never done before. Like what's accepted? What's, what's not accepted? How do I make sure I'm not getting taken advantage of? So, you know, talk to us about that a little bit, because that's uh, that's pretty interesting. How, how does it feel to be in that position? Um, I don't I don't know yet. I, I think yeah. I think new for me is sometimes. Uh, yes, exciting, but kind of confusing at the same time, because it's like new territory. And so I like to be in territory that I I know what I'm doing. Right now, with uh, now being a little bit more acceptive of, okay, we're about to build more of an agency type based situation um, than what it was before. Um, when I've definitely been so against services for others. Yep. It's, it's, it's a, but I think I don't struggle necessarily with pricing as far as, uh, if it has nothing to do with talking. Like I, I struggle with the talking part. I could talk all day about what I do. Um, and this is why I don't necessarily allow too many people to call me, um, because I know, I know their agenda, right? Uh. Yeah, let me just get on the phone with you for like five minutes is a lie. Don't say it's that. It's never five minutes. It's never five, right? It's never 10. It's never 30. Right. Um, so, but if you catch me and you ask me a question, I'm not going to like be like, ah, that's an invoice. Right. Can't do it, right? Talk to my manager. <laughs> right, 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 right. Can't do it. Now, if it's, to a point, I've gotten to a point where it's like, if it's creating something, if it's manual stuff, I know I'm at a point where I pass that to my team. So of course I know how to charge that because that's not going to be me, right? So, and now I'm at a point where even you saw kind of the language that I did is now roles and responsibilities. It's not services. It's not this is what you're getting. This is, this is the role I'm playing. These are what I'm supposed to be doing and keeping it moving. For me, changing the language up really helps. Mm -hmm. So I know for like before I may have struggled with maybe pricing because I looked at it as a service and that was something I didn't want to do or it was something that I found super easy. Now I'm looking at it from a standpoint of, I'm not being a service, I'm a position in somebody's company or somebody's brand. So it's a different level that I'm looking at pricing and it's making it a little bit easier to where it's like, okay, I could do this. Now, where I struggle with is where you combine the talking and the services, right? Mm. That's where when you're at, when you're 
doing two things of where you may be really good at, but then when you don't, like you do this for free, you you just love it and everything like that. That that that's the hard part. Yeah. And and I know and I can speak very transparent about this. When you have been in a level of service for so long, it's hard to put a price to it all of a sudden just mm. because it's a higher caliber or a different person, different company, whatever it is. It's it's harder because even though I wouldn't do it well, I would do a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be exaggerant. I was be I'm about to be real Puerto Rican. I wouldn't do anything different. I wouldn't mm-hmm. that's a lie. No, no, no. There's a there's a there's a few things. The few things that would have been different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm the, I, will, I don't regret anything. I don't regret. I just would do do a few things different. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> I would do right, right, a right. few things different, right? But I think, you know, okay, I, I'll say this. I can say this. Maybe I'll get in trouble, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I shouldn't have served for multiple years. Mm. Not saying don't serve, but not serving, well, serving for multiple years for without pay makes it harder to uh, ask for money later. Because I know from a, when I started charging, I under I undervalued myself so many times. I under like they got a steal. Oh, yeah. They didn't value yeah. it and they still still took advantage of it. Because I I didn't I didn't know. Like and so you've already when you when you're doing something for several years, you're now growing in expertise. And if you don't learn how to price yourself, at least decently, I'm not going to say master the joint, whatever. I'm just saying avoid undervaluing yourself. And it took three years, two, three years into it to finally get to a point where I'm like, okay, cool, and still doing it wrong. You know, like, I I look back at that and I'm like, yeah, I'm... I feel like, and shout out to my mom, I feel like that only child that is now starting to figure out things because they're they're outside. Right. You know, you have that, that mom that, like, shelters you from everything, and then you hit the real world, and you're like, how do you figure this all, all this out? Like, you protected me, yes, but I figured it. So I feel the same way. Like, I went outside in the real world of, of service and all that great stuff, and it's like, no, how do you, how do you do this? How, mm-hmm. how, how am I supposed to do these particular things? So, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a huge struggle that I had in the beginning, and in certain things now, I feel confident. But there's different tiers to what I do, right? There is the content creation side where. 
brands are coming to me to uh, create content for them to better expose their stuff. Then there's people who want to do uh, like, yo, can you help me out with my social media, with my content? That's a that's a different price range. Make this simple for me. I'm confused. Right. I'm, and I don't expect people to like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Think about it like there's different there's different streams. There's different ways to price yourself, right? There's different things that you're going to be doing that what you normally do is a price. What you do when you deal with people is a price. When you um, try to duplicate yourself, that's a price. There's different things that you there that has a different price tag. And when you're used to one way and you finally figured it out, here comes another way. Nope, here's another creative way to monetize and you're like i don't i don't i go mm -hmm. back to i don't have experience in this oh you do right you do yeah yeah and and but i think also it's important to not take on everything yeah. right like it's it's important to not offer every maybe everything that's being available to you or or being requested of you right just because people are asking what we're in the process of doing now, we're literally reinventing and building out our entire business model before launching the product. We've never done this ever, ever as an organization. So it has me in a new, almost a new high because I'm now having to think about start to finish. How should this go? Not, is it going to go according exactly to this? Probably not. Right. I, I, one of the things I said on here some time back is you, you become a dangerous entrepreneur when you know that you just gave it your best, but it's not going to be the best. Mm. You become dangerous. You become ruthless. The fact that you gave it your all, you went all in, and what you're putting out is not going to be perfect, mm. and you accept that, that's when you know you're truly like, you now get it. You're in the business because you can go back and make adjustments and upgrades and, and develop. And we talk about the example of Apple's one through 13, right? Apple iPhone one wasn't the same as iPhone 13. That's so that's a big development. So what, what we need to really think about now, and I'm saying this for me, Nikki, for everyone who's tapped in and listening to this, figure out your next move before you start. Even, even when you arrive at a really great idea, and say, okay, wow, this, this is amazing. This is going to be fire. Ask yourself, okay, and what's next? Right. What are the pros and cons of this idea? And what's next? What do I do after that? So you can really start to see some things all the way through as opposed to stopping prematurely because you got so excited. You know, we talk about one of the dangers of creators is when they're trying to just get out of a working or a job. So you start, you start doing things out of order. You do things incorrectly because you just look at something as an opportunity to escape this life that you've been, that you're involved in. And that's not a mad life. There's a different way to look at, you know, what, what a job is and, and how to get the most out of it. So definitely, definitely start to think about your businesses start to finish so you can differentiate. And that's what I'm hearing about what you're saying, Nixon. I'm just kind of re-saying it. 
differentiate between your products. Hey, when does my product one start and when does it finish so that the next phase can open up? Right. Especially, and the same thing with a service, right? It's like, okay, if I offer this program or this service, at what point does that stop right. so that it be so that the next one picks up or it becomes something different? Mm-hmm. So th- those are some things to really pay attention to because that's when people get burned. I know for me, one of the mistakes that I made early on is I didn't differentiate between what was free and what was paid. Mm. So I was doing free work for too long right. and then asking for money and it became difficult. And of course, I have a heart of, of, of servitude. I like to serve. I want to help people. I'm super passionate about that as a matter of fact. So then I started to be, I would become uncomfortable about asking you for money because you never came and said like, hey, so I, I mean, there's something I owe you here, right? Like there's at some point the exchange is supposed to happen. Right. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Forget it. Just let's just keep going. And now I'm just like, it's not happening. I literally stopped the conversation last week. Like, no, that's it. No more. We're done. See, but that, but that's why even, uh, I'd be trying to give, uh, most of my money. I promise you, you get like a percentage of my bank account at this point, but <clears throat> That's why, because I know for for me, if I if you get me talking, I can't I can't charge right. So I know that's a certain level with you with certain things where it's like I don't know I, I'll go okay give me the invoice you're like mm-hmm, yep. Anyway, so let's talk about something else. I'll be like right. So he's yeah. not talking about me. I just want to put that out there. No, 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 no. It's somebody else. It's somebody else. Now we was at we was at this thing for a month. And you know, I've I've gotten better. So like I started joking because I, I learned from my mistakes. I realized that there was the same thing I would charge someone for, I would do for free elsewhere. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Right. For one, you're being disrespectful to your clients who are paying you. Right. It's like what are you saying to them? Like, hey, I'm taking advantage of you because you're willing to pay and this person isn't, so I'll do it for them for free, but I'll pay, I'll charge you to, to do it. That's like, like, imagine how your clients would feel. Now, I got a question. Mm-hmm. What about those, those situations or people that charge based off who you are? Right? Like, is that fair? I, I've, I've been guilty of it in the beginning and like I'm more now like aware like no regardless of who you are this is pretty much the price so like even when we were coming up with the prices today right it was more like okay what do I charge on a one-on-one basis but I knew based off my one-on-ones now, just add it up no matter who it is. This is this is the package for this particular thing, right? To talk to me, this is what it is. However, before it was like, you get it for this price, but you, (laughs) I know you got the money. You got it here, boom. So 
what do you what do you say about those situations? Yeah, it's it's inexperience, right? Because you shouldn't charge based on how much someone can afford. Mm-hmm. You charge based on what you how what what you provide will help someone to make. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm working in let's say uh, a school district, and I'll just or just education in different in, in general, well. For the most part, if you're working with public schools, you already know funding is limited. There, we know that we know that because teachers are overworked and underpaid. Like we just know that, right? The things are not the greatest, depending on wh- what part of the, the the state or the city that you're in. When you're working in a different sector, that the company is, let's say, hundred million dollars, whatever it is. The potential of what you provide to them and how much they can make in that space is significantly more than what uh, someone who's just starting up and they're working by themselves having to wear seven different hats is going to be. So, so don't do that. It's, it's, it's actually poor ethics to do that because you're like just trying to see where you can get the most bang for your buck or, or who's going to pay you more just because they have more. It's, you, you should be thinking about how will what I provide to this person, their organization, their company, how will it bring them more money or save them more money? And, and the best way to do it is to take a percentage of that. And, and I, I, this is where I talk about on the cause, Nick, where it's, if I make you a, a hundred, an extra hundred dollars, and I say, give me $20 of that, would you be willing to do it? It's like, absolutely. Because if, if, I have zero of that $100 right now, and you're going to give me 100 and we're spending pretty much 80-20. That's fair. Right. And, and, and you should, if, if you're uncomfortable with big numbers, just start taking off zeros until you get to a place that you're comfortable with. So, for example, if you're dealing with $100,000 contracts and you're like, yo, $100,000 is a lot of money. I'm just not comfortable with that. Take off a zero. Make it 10000 Is 10000 yeah. a little bit more comfortable for you? Think in the, think in the 10000 Maybe not that's too that's too much. Think into into one thousand. Right. Heck, think into a hundred and think through that concept that way and then add the zeros back on and 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 figure out your pricing. But yeah, no, in short I would say it's not about what someone can afford. It's about what does my service create for them or how does it make them more money or save them money. And I'm just simply thinking of a percentage of that. That's the fairest, most equitable way to do it. The person that is hiring you is not going to be upset that you took a small fee of what you helped them to make because they're doing the work. Like, quite frankly, at the end of the day, if you're a service provider and you're using your creativity, your knowledge to generate funds, the person on the other side, for the most part, is still having to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's something that you're giving them to help accelerate that. So it's it's a fair split. So. Yeah, just in short, I would say that's the that's how I like to think of it. It's like, can I just think of a percentage to take from what I'm going to make them or save them and not size them up and charge them based on what's in their pockets? Now, uh, a follow-up question. Um, asking their budget. I've heard multiple things. I've heard uh, ask them because sometimes you may be undercharging yourself because if you have a set price and their budget is above that, you just 
you know, stubbed your toe. Yeah, right? <laughs> stubbed your toe on that one. But um, but then also, you when you do that, then you, I don't know, it's like, it's, I've heard too many things, right? So yeah. I've, I've gone to the side of not asking for the budget. Like my price is my price. If I'm under it, you just got a great deal. But what I'm not going to do is hear your budget and try to, because I know my heart, mm-hmm. try to mold it to where you can afford yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's an interesting conversation, right? When it comes to asking about the budget, because in a lot of cases, it'll become like a cow to mouse game. Mm-hmm. It's like who's gonna who's gonna say their number first? Are you gonna okay. tell your number? Are you gonna so say you can say like, yo, what's your first? what's your budget? Eight thousand. All right, so it's, I I want to do seven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Right, right. I got you. Then then we'll do we'll Look do that, that price. Right. No, nah, I'm not spending my whole budget. Hello. Right. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you don't want it to feel like it's a cow and mouse game. Right. If you're someone who's confident and comfortable around your price, mm-hmm. you really have an option, right? Especially if you know what the going rate is or if you're in an industry that's standard. Like, for example, if you're someone in the oil business right now, you don't need to ask people what their budget for gas is because why? Gas is one price. Like, it, yeah, it might vary state to state, but the price for this commodity is set. Right. And same thing in the service industry. Certain things, there's a there's a there's usually a set rate. So like if you're, for example, in in legal or you're looking to hire a lawyer or an accountant, professional services, there's usually a set rate that you're going to pay based on someone's experience and expertise in an industry, right? Big time lawyer, well, you're gonna start to creep up somewhere north of six hundred dollars an hour, maybe up to even a couple thousand dollars. Someone who's a little bit newer or isn't as established, well, it could be maybe 150, 250, up to 300 hours. Those are things that we know just about professionals or some going rates. Now, if you're someone new, and, and what I used to do in the beginning is every single request that I got, I would sit and spend, I'm talking about almost a day and a half coming up with a proposal. And I would really want to, because I was using a proposal as a way to communicate back to the client that I understood you, what you want to accomplish and what your struggles are. And so here's the plan of action that I've created for you. And here's the cost that it I will give you with that, or here are the options that, you, that I can present you with to help solve that. Mm-hmm. But then over time, I was like, man, me coming up with these proposals is time consuming. Right. It's actually it's actually taking a lot more time away from what I what I should be doing to generate more funds. Mm-hmm. So I use the budget question to know that if we're if we're in striking distance, mm-hmm. right? You can use the budget to figure. It. And if they're uncomfortable sharing, say they they say they might not know. It's like, well, okay, here's what you can expect to hear from me, right? You you still give them a range, so. Yeah, avoid the cow and mouse game because it will feel unethical. It will be like, well, you're just trying to, like you said, eight thousand. So I come in at seven nine 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 just to say I'm within the budget. Right. But if it's if it's an opportunity just to save you time and you present it as such to the client and you're like, hey, I respect your time and obviously mine. I just want to make sure we're in striking distance. You know, what were you looking to spend or invest in this? 
or for this. Now it's like, okay, it's an honest conversation. Or here's what I normally charge. What were you looking to invest? Again, same concept. I'm being honest and ethical, but we have to get out of this last minute mentality of I'm going to come up with my price last minute. I'm going to figure out my business model last minute. I'm going to figure out my offers last minute. Or once somebody asks me, just because I can do it, I'm going to craft up this whole entrepreneur endeavor on the spot, chef it up and be like, here you go. All right. So it, it's unethical and not sustainable. Most professionals, when you start seeing the difference between a solo creator and an agency, an agency has set framework for the most part around what they're going to deliver. So they're, they've already thought their process out and then they're just letting you know ahead of time, hey, this is, this is the scope of what you can expect. 